Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations. So great that you can join us. My name's Coven, and every week I'll be bringing you different conversations I've had with kids. They're all seven to 11 years old, and the questions I ask them are specifically designed to get them talking, thinking, and feeling, developing the softer skills that they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it would be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids succeed and thrive. But what do I mean by soft skills exactly? Well, it's all the non-academic stuff that kids don't tend to get that much practice in at school, and yet as adults, we're having to use all the time. You know what I mean, things like being creative, communicating well, being a critical thinker, having resilience, etc., etc., etc. Now, I found that a simple but effective way of developing this at home with kids already is through regular five to 10 minute conversations. I'll give you some examples. Let's say on communication, we could ask our kids to describe a car to an alien, which is a test of conciseness. Or on creativity, asking what are 10 things to do with a cup, which encourages them to think in divergent ways. Or how about on critical thinking, having them estimate the number of iPads in the world to help them think in a structured way or on resilience, asking them why it's good to fail sometimes and discussing the value of feedback. Now, these are just some examples, but in this podcast, Kid Coach Conversations, you'll hear me discuss all sorts of questions like this with lots of different children. And hopefully it will give you some ideas of inspiration for discussions that you can have at home with your own kids. If you want full access to all the questions and prompts that I use, then just download our app from www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app, so you can do all this great stuff at home yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. This week I talked to Aziza. She's nine years old and lives in the UK with her mum, dad and younger brother. She loves to ask questions and really wants to know what came first, the chicken or the egg. We're going to build the thinking skill of creativity. As machines do more for us, the human ability to be creative will arguably become our single biggest strength. The pace of innovation is just mind-blowing and is only increasing. What's commonplace today didn't exist 20 years ago, and children will thrive if they're hardwired to be creative with anything that they look at. So let's listen in on our chat. Okay, great. So Aziza, I've got a question here for you on uh, creativity. And the question is, what are 10 different things you can do with a cup? What are 10 different things you can do with a cup? You, you can fill it up with water and drink it. You, you, can, you, can, you can get lots of different cups and build things. And you can... You, if it's really hot, you can fill it out with water again and put it and pour it over your head, and you can, and you can, uh, you, you can build towers and you can, you you can you can get a stick and turn the cup upside down and play the drums in it. And yeah, brilliant. Hey, so stay on that, that, that stream of thought, right? You're absolutely right. If you turn it upside down, suddenly you can do different things with it. You can, you can build and stack, like you said. You can play drums with it. Uh, what other things can you do with a cup upside down? Oh. 
you can like get a, you can put t toys or things that can stand on it, like um, little toys mm -hmm. on it. You can stand them on it. Yeah, just to keep them there if you're doing something. You can, or you can, uh, you can trace around it to draw a circle. You can, what was that last one? You can chase around? You can, um, you can get a pencil and trace around it to ah, make a circle. Trace around it. Yeah, brilliant. I definitely wouldn't have thought of that. That's amazing. So you had those, put those little kind of toy statues on, uh, trace around it to make circles. Love that. Do you see, by the way, how um, we're, being, we're, we're being more creative because we've changed the way we think about it, right? So initially, it's a normal cup that you drink from or, <laughs> or pour water on your head to cool yourself down, which I quite, quite like. And then you thought, hmm, let me turn it upside down. Maybe this will give me some more ideas. And you came up with some great stuff like stacking and drums and statues and tracing. Okay. So... So what else can we do with it, like with this cup? How else can we change the cup to give us some more ideas of things to do with the cup? You can bang the cup. You can two cups and bang them together to make noise, different noises. And you can you you can um, you can put up with things that you need to, uh, that you need to keep somewhere. You can special things great great listen listen aziza with your microphone just push it a little away from you please because it's getting a bit loud just push it a little away from you okay perfect um hey so listen i love that so the way you just changed it was to think hey what if i had two cups right i never said i never said you just need one cup you said two cups and, and then bash them together um to make noise or make music um, what else? What if, what if the cup, what if we play with the, the size of the cup? Okay. Like what if it was really small? What if it was really big? Like really big, like the size of a house. <laughs> right. If it, if it was the size of a house, you could, all your things in it. And if it was a tiny, tiny, tiny cup. Then you could, you could, you could use it to to like if you're making something like a person you can use it as the person's head um right like well, a little lego um yeah man or a woman if it was tiny yeah. like a lego piece oh so what you'd have to draw somebody's face on the side of it yeah like eyes and nose okay could you draw on it anyway if it was a normal size cup could you do yeah some then it would be really wait it was the size of your head you could draw an um, eyes and a mouth on it and then put it over your head <laughs> right it could be like a mask or a or yeah. a hat couldn't it and the good thing about it is that sometimes it's see-through so you can still see uh yes if you put holes in it if you didn't just paint the holes i suppose you could still see through it and then you'd have a waterproof head huh <laughs> That's really good. Look at look at all these different ideas. Um, let's see how else can we change the cup to come up with more ideas together. Uh, we could make it digital. 
okay, we can make it a digital cup or an electronic cup. Everything's digital nowadays, right? Yeah. What if, what if this is a digital cup? What What would that look like? What could you do with it? You could um, maybe you could uh, it could be a cup that tells the time. Love it. And you can drink um at night. So you need some water next to you and clock. So instead of having both of those things, do you just waste space so you can have a cup you can drink from that also, that can also tell the time. Right. Okay. So it's got a digital clock on it, mm-hmm. and you can tell the time. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Brilliant. And probably there's lots of electronic things we could kind of come up with. Um. We've you have been very creative here. I I, I love it. Um. And what's been quite nice is that we've been creative together, right? So one thing I want to ask you to think about, just to take this a little bit further, is, um, you know, can, can you explain to me why we seem to come up with more ideas when we work together rather than if we thought about it separately? We come up with more ideas when we work together um, because cause you can put your ideas, because you can put the ideas together and then get more and more and more ideas from that one idea. How does that work, getting more ideas from that one idea? So what, what's going on there? So that... um, if, if you, if you um, had an idea to... Um, oh, if you had an... Like, if you had an idea to trace a circle around a cup you could um you could also use this you could try you could get the same cup and trace a cir- trace circles around it again 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 to make different um things on a piece of paper and cut it out and that's an example of how mm. you could yeah yeah so that that's another idea um that's true but i guess what i'm asking is um why you and I together can come up with a longer list of things than if we both try to do it individually. Because, um, because we both have um, different ideas and then if you just um, were to think about it yourself, um, then you wouldn't get ideas because it's just you thinking about it, not both people. Right, right. Yeah, two, two heads are better than one, right, is what they say. And what's cool about it doing it in a creative context is that you can build on each other's ideas. So as an example, you might come up with some cool ideas. Then I might say, hmm, I wonder if the cup was digital. And I can't come up with anything, any ways of using it digitally. But you can. Then you say, oh, it could be a clock. You could have a clock on the side, right? So I'm... I'm saying hmm, digital, and then you're saying clock. Um, and by ourselves, I wouldn't have got to clock, and you wouldn't have got to clock if you hadn't been prompted by me to think of it digitally. But by working together and by listening to each other and building on each other's ideas, you can come up with overall better solutions. Um, so it's, it's great when you're being creative to work in groups and to be able to listen to what other people are saying and then also offer your ideas that extend another person's idea. And um, so you can build together, just like what you and I have done with, uh, with 10 Things to Do with a Cup. 
and and by the way, I think you got to more than ten. I mean, I shotted some of them down, but yeah, drink from, cool yourself down, and flip it over and build from, create towers, hit it with like a drum, put toy statues on, get a few cups and bang them together. If it's really big, like a house, you can put all your things in it. If it's really small, it could be like a little like a Lego head. You can draw on it for artwork or for masks on your own head or the hat. And then if it's digital, you can make it tell the time, all sorts of things. So that's, that's definitely more than 10. So fan, fantastic creativity is easier. Good stuff. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment, during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.